Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of Rail Results, uh, your favorite, favorite, absolute favorite podcast. Uh, <laughs> I am, uh, as always, your co-host, uh, Joyello. I am joined by... Your other co-host, Maddie Butler. And uh, today, uh, on our final episode of 2020, the year that wasn't, uh, we're going to be talking some work updates, some webinars, some merchandise... Uh, and then we are going to unveil the FYDC awards uh, from the two of us. Um, so yeah, we're we're gonna get we're gonna get things started. I'm sorry, a little you know, very excited for this. Um, we're gonna start off. Uh, Maddie, how are you? What's going on? How you been? Uh, I'm doing good. Currently sitting in the closet that is the soundproof environment I have right now. Um, you know, I think overall I'm feeling pretty good that this year is 95% complete as of today. Um, so let's is it, just is it 95? Okay. Yes, it is. I, I checked the progress spot this morning. Um, so I'm just ready to, you know, kick out these last 15 days of uh, the disaster year. Um, oh, in yeah. these last 15 days, it looks like we've got a couple more things on the board. Um, tomorrow we have a webinar. Uh, so if you want to attend, if you want to follow along, you can check that out. It's on railpassengers.org. Uh, our focus is going to be on unions. So this is actually a webinar that, while well, the concept is my baby, this webinar is Joe's baby. And so we've got some yeah. really fun guests. Uh, do you want to mention who we've got on tomorrow? Um, so we have, um, actually, let me just make sure I have... Uh... My, my notes up. Um, so we have Ron um, from uh, Rail Workers uh, United, uh, Railroad Workers United, um, which is they're kind of like an umbrella company, but he's also he's with the uh, BL, uh, BLAT um, union. So he's, he's, he's a trained engineer. And then we have uh, Brian, who's uh, an Amtrak conductor, also with a smart TD. Um, he's, yeah. he's one of their local reps. And I do believe that they're, they're both like vice presidents of, of, of their respective unions. And uh, we've talked about this before. I'm, I'm a union brat. Um, you know, I was I was raised in a, in a Teamster family. So mm -hmm. like 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 Maddie said, like, you know, this the webinars for work has been a passion project of ours, especially especially yours. Uh, but this one specifically was like this, this one I had to have, I, I had to, I had to give a face to the, uh, an advocate face to the people who we advocate for. So like, Absolutely. that's, it's, 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 it's a bit, it's actually very meaningful uh, to me. So that's, it's, I'm, I'm very glad we're doing it. And our last, our last effort of 2020, if you're listening to this uh, today, uh, today is December 15th, the webinar is on the 16th. And if you can't make it tomorrow, please go to railpassengers.org slash webinars and you can follow along with all of our stuff, but especially uh, tomorrow is going to be a really important one. Yeah. And you know, when I think about just as a passenger, we couldn't get anywhere without these folks. And it's about time that they mm -hmm. got the spotlight after this year. So I'm really excited yeah. to see uh, what the fellows are going to bring to the table. And we got some really good questions um, sent in by members, by members of the press, uh, people that just want to tune in and show their solidarity. Um, so after the union webinar, um, we're going to have one in January, I believe on the 27th, uh, we'll be talking about state supported routes. Um, and I know it can be a point of contention for some of the long distance champions, but we're going to talk about what has happened in the past, what could potentially happen in the future, and how you as a passenger can get involved and be a part of that. Um, so I'm really excited. We're going to have, well, I don't want to spoil it, but we're going to have some really no, no. wonderful guests and people that have a lot of experience. So if you're wondering, you mm -hmm. know, like, there's not much I can do on a federal level, but there's something I could do on a state level, tune in, find out, join in. Yeah, we're talking things like the Downeaster, we're talking the Hiawatha, we are talking um, 
uh, uh, Heartland Flyer. So we're, 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 we're not, we're not, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about like extremely important, but also extremely successful routes right. that most people are thinking, oh, that's just Amtrak. Like, no, 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 the, the, they're, they're state funding behind yeah. these. And the these quantifiable are, impact too. Like my oh, goodness. Abs- absolutely. Um, and so we're like, we're going to, we're going to get into some pretty good topics and actually, so we are, yeah, that's going to be the week, the week after the inauguration, uh, when everyone's all settled down from Amtrak Joe fever, uh, we, <laughs> are going to be we're, we're, we're going to get right back to work as our first webinar yeah. of, of of 2021 so i guess we have one more update to tease which is uh future merch so as y'all know we did the i'd rather be on a train campaign and it was so much fun we've already mm-hmm. had people reaching out hey my t-shirt shipping it's gonna get here in time for the holidays i'm so excited so um make sure that you send us those selfies we want to see everybody in their shirts uh, we've been looking at doing some real results specific merchandise we've been looking at doing some regionally specific merchandise so if you're interested in uh wearing your support for passenger rail let us know what you want to wear and work y'all work yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to I actually I just got the because I was actually because um, I had to test the system. So I was the very first purchase uh, way back <laughs> yeah. in the middle uh, middle of November. Um, so my mask and my shirt both shipped. Uh, my mask should be here this weekend. Uh, my sh- actually, my mask should be here today or tomorrow. My shirt should be here this weekend. Um, I'm actually going to be moving a f- like so who moves in the middle of a pandemic in January, but I'm actually moving a friend of mine uh, in January, um, uh, moving apartments. Uh, and I'm gonna take the train home uh, afterwards. Nice. Uh, I'm gonna grab a room, but you better believe I'm wearing my, I'd rather be on a train mask. I'm wearing my rather be on a train shirt. I'm gonna take some photos uh, in the room at like, I'm already have my mindset for content in like the, like January, like. Somebody at <laughs> Amtrak, let them know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we, I, I, we'll, we'll probably like, you know, we'll do, we'll have another webinar. We'll probably maybe record a podcast while I'm out of town uh, getting ready for that train trip. But like, yeah, no, we should, uh, I'll definitely have some, some photos ready for Rail Results Instagram uh, with me wearing my gear. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to like turn up the snark level on mine and I know like flying is a little, um, not on the menu right now but once it is i love the idea of wearing that shirt on the plane because there's or on the bus too because there's so many places that we can't reach yet by rail and i'd love to just drive that point home and i mean what good is a narc statement without a little snarp attached to it you know yeah and not only that but there are a lot of people had asked us like why don't why didn't you bring back the bumper stickers instead of t-shirts that's the point like when you walk onto an airplane because you can't get on the train because of 3x service Mm -hmm. or whatever it is and you get on you get on and people see i'd rather be on a train that is a statement that is a walking billboard it's a walking bumper sticker i think this is going to be phenomenal yeah i can't wait till we can have uh congressional visits again and wear those in office Ooh, yeah yeah (laughs) maybe i'll get a little spicy might be getting ahead of myself just where's the tea i'm here for i'm here for the tea gulp so y'all stay tuned keep your eyes peeled uh that'll be on our bonfire store bonfire.com slash real passengers i think it's bonfire bonfire slash store bonfire.com slash store slash real passengers i think they they do the extra they they do the extra slash in the middle there um oh but don't worry um, we'll put it on social media we'll make sure that we stuff it in your faces until you resent us but anyway around it we're all gonna wear the same shirts and y'all know we're gonna be on the same team Oh yeah, and, and and we have some uh, some pretty cool stuff that we're gonna do for uh, the summer. Uh, sorry, for the winter and the spring. Um, maybe some baseball theme intense. Ooh, um, I would be but, stunned. Um, so surprised. Yeah. So uh, so stay tuned for that. There's there's some big things happening uh, beginning of the year. Um, but let's 
Let's look wrap back up. a little bit. Let's, <laughs> this let's, let's, one let's, first. <laughs> let's let's wrap up this one. Um, so, Maddie and I had this idea a few weeks back, um, and we actually a lot of things going on with with, with work and 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 all that stuff. Um, we were actually going to ship this out to and like fish this out to our our listeners uh, to do some categories. Um, we are definitely doing that next year. So uh, this year we kind of just did it in house. We we came up with some a couple categories to talk about. Um, but um, this is the official Rail Results FYDC Awards uh, for 2020. Um, so this is like you know. What's our biggest, what do we think is our biggest win? What's our biggest loss? Does, think you know, senior co- superlatives, but you know, on the train. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So most likely to succeed, you know, cutest couple, things like that. Oh, actually we should have done like cutest route or something. Uh, oh, no. cu- cutest consist. <laughs> cutest consist. Uh, oh. See, oh, look at that. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so th- this is, this is our, da, da, da. we need some like award theme music. Um, FYDC <laughs> awards. And I will kick it off. Um, Please do. I guess this is the uh, biggest regional win. Um, so this is all things passenger rail, all things advocacy for the year. Um, and we came up with a tie uh, when we talked about this at, at our Pricewaterhouse official uh, clearance house for our, our envelopes uh, and, and, and the, uh, the coaches conference in the back rooms and the ACC and the SEC uh, basketball teams. <laughs> um, we all came up. So we came up with a tie. Uh, and our, I th- we think our biggest advocacy win for regional areas is Gulf Coast Restoration, which we were, you know, a part of. We were in, we were in the thick of it back in January, mm-hmm. our, our, our original uh, work trip this year. Um, the Mobile Vote, uh, there was actually some extra funding from grants that came in for the Southern Rail Commission. Yep. But also, we want to, uh, we also want to recognize uh, the Big Sky. Absolutely. Um, and the 13, 14 commissions um, in the Big Sky, uh, so the Big Sky uh, Passenger Rail Authority, which was officially founded uh, uh, on November 18th. And uh, they got a long way to go to get where Gulf Coast is with the Southern Rail Commission, but we're all working together and we're all hand in hand. But I think that was the biggest kind of regional area win, bringing back uh, Gulf Coast Rail and bringing returning uh rail to uh hopefully to returning rail to the southern tier of uh, montana yeah and i mean so what i think is really cool about both of these is that looking at that southern rail commission model um and how other regions can start replicating similar models similar patterns of thought um it really does energize those regional communities and to me it kind of uh shows you that you don't have to rely on a paved interstate for private cars um, to get the job done. And I think, you know, obviously Gulf Coast Restoration, very near and dear to my heart, something that Mm -hmm. I've been looking forward to literally most of my life. (laughs) Um, But Big Sky as well, like I, when you think about these communities that are pretty far stretched, and honestly, maybe people shouldn't be driving some of these roads in the winter, not only because, you know, cars are awful, but also like, we should have other means than people driving around in the snow in Southern Montana. And, you know, and I read over some of the, the local editorials on big sky. There's a lot of people saying, um, you know, this just changes how we have to be dependent in our car culture. This changes how we can make sure that, you know, if Nana needs to get from one town to the other, she can do so safely. If you're traveling with children in the winter, you're not just strapping in car seats, taking parkas on and off, 
you know, it's an easy end to end point. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what this does for Montana in ways that create like long-term stable, tangible growth. And with Gulf Coast restoration, bringing back those jobs that have been lost throughout the deep South, bringing back that tourist money to the Gulf. Um, and, you know, I don't want to speak too soon, but as we begin our recovery trajectory as a country, it's so important that we continue building these uh, commissions up. Oh, absolutely. And, and not, not only that, but like, I think you and I benefit, you know, our work, but we all benefit, you know, per se, but like, you know, you and I, especially because one of the things we talked about, like actually when we were going on our, our, our Montana trip uh, in July was we were hoping to actually be able to drive down to Missoula and talk because we actually have uh, members of ours and friends of ours who are yeah. actually both in the Gulf Coast and both. So I'm actually looking forward to and uh, heavily involved in mean, the commission, yeah. heavily involved in advocating on a local level. So, you know, if y'all are listening in, you are a big part of our biggest regional win. Um, really glad for this one. Yeah. And woo, yay! and congratulations to uh, Big Sky and Gulf Coast. Um, so, all right, what's our, what's our next award? Our next award is biggest local win. And this goes to Caltrain for Measure RR. Um, as Regency you know, our huge champion, huge <laughs> champion of this initiative. Um, and what this measure does is it provides um, like guaranteed dedicated source of funding to Caltrain. So they're not just dependent on, um, you know, fares and fare recovery. They're actually going to be funded. Um, and also within Measure RR, there's an initiative to make sure that those ticketing prices in the peninsula still say still stay accessible for mm -hmm. people who are going to continue through that last little leg. You know, I mean, BART has a big portion of the bay covered, but what Caltrain services still need service and so i was really glad to see um statements from like supervisor shimon walton um you know uh, the the teams at city lab uh you know a number like sf chronicle but to see like so much positive support in the tri-county area to uh keep that caltrain service running um my current address is just down the road from a caltrain station i rely on it for my own transit and uh, so I, I hate to be biased here, but the biggest local win is my local win. Yeah, I mean, and we, we talked about actually in discussions about this, you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, Prop A in Austin was was great. There, there was a bunch mm -hmm. of like a, a lot of really great local victories for potential service. This yeah. one was actually it, it literally in a year that we're and, and we're going to get into that next in a year that we're losing so much voters came through and actually literally saved the train service so i think that is that it's a major major win i think that's you know kudos to um to voters uh which was you were one of them yep i mean we do have to talk about wins but we also want to talk about losses as well um joe i'll let you kick it off on this one yeah so unfortunately i so we only have one category for loss this year because i think it was it was a clear and away winner uh the biggest public transit or transportation loss of the year is just public transit and mass and that's yeah. uh legacy systems that's subway systems that's across that, that's amtrak that's across the board public transportation in this country lost this year in a bad bad way um and i, th I think there was unfortunately there, no other winner for this category yeah i mean it's not just a loss it's it's that they were failed in a lot of ways too um you know i mean we worked on uh advocating for a number of CARES packages that, you know, hit the floor, bounce back or pass the floor, bounce out of the Senate. So um, it's, a, it's a loss that I think we all take very seriously. Um, and 
you know, like with the cuts to uh, like DC Metro, the ongoing issue with MTA as a legacy system, like I really, really am hoping that we'll see smart moves happen in 2021 because um, I hate to say hindsight's 2020, but uh, looking back at this is really going to suck. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And I mean, we're looking at like, so actually the MB local for me, MBTA is actually having their vote on their draconic, uh, um, budget cuts, uh, which actually even the mayor of Boston, even the mayor of Boston saying, you don't need to do this. You actually have money. Like, what are you doing? Um, the vaccine is coming like, and these, and these cuts won't happen until like next summer. So like, what are you, what are you doing? Um, so that vote's coming on Monday. So yeah, no, it's, it's, public transit is just where it's in shambles and we're not going to, we're not going to get out of this until we actually like, you know, until we're those systems are better. So. Yeah. And it's like everybody that's furloughed or that's let go every reduction in the service, like it takes so much more to get people recertified, reemployed. It makes a nightmare for your HR teams. Um, You know, so it's like, I feel like it's really short-sighted to make these cuts, especially for any services that have dedicated funding. And I'm sure there's a really fancy spreadsheet somewhere justifying someone's actions, Um, (laughs) but people need to go places. Um, So, you know, as we see uh, continued support and uh, what future relief packages might look like, y'all stay with us, stay active. If you have to bully your elected officials into doing the right thing, they chose the job. You might as well. And they work for you. They work that, for us. That, that, that job is paid for by us. Tell them right. what you want. That's that's it. Yeah. And what do we say? Tell. Don't ask. Tell. Yeah. Tell them. Yeah. All right. Well, so uh, our, our, our next. Uh, so in, in, in better news and better and better awards. Um, what is our next? Our next FYDC award for 2020 goes to most likely to succeed. (laughs) Um, We're voting the Downeaster as most likely to succeed. Um, They have had a really good recovery strategy. Uh, It's super duper clean on board. Their ridership starting to return in like safe ways. Um, And from what I've heard from locals in the area, people are staying masked up. Everyone's following protocol. Um, You know, I think uh, Patricia Quinn has really just like managed the services like such grace. Um, And the people up at Train Riders Northeast, the people throughout the area, you know, they really love the Downeaster and they're doing everything that they can to try to protect their service. Um, And I, I see a lot of really good just initiative, really good intentions, really good thought coming out of the people in the area, um, you know, and as, as a, a state supported service and a service that could potentially expand, it's like so awesome to see them turn it around and get it done. Yeah. And, uh, and, and actually, uh, happy birthday, uh, Don Easter, uh, today, December 15th, yes. uh, 19 years ago, uh, yes. Wayne Davis and the crew, they got it done. So actually happy, happy birthday to America's favorite train. And for the record, half, halfway happy through our awards here, choo-choo. halfway through our awards here, people are gonna be listening, going Gulf Coast Restoration, Caltrain, Down Easter. That these are all local to you guys. I'm like, yeah, this is our awards deal with it. We'll have, we'll, <laughs> And, we'll get a nice and, midwestern co-host next year. Yes, and, and next year we will we will fish this out to everybody for better for better ideas, better better categories. But this is our awards. Maybe we'll let them fir- vote. What yes. do y'all think? Shoot us a message. Do y'all want to vote on this next year? We'll let you. Yeah. All right. 
All right, Joe, you want to hit him with the next one? Yeah, so I, I got this one because I didn't want to give it to you because people have heard you talk about it and we'll be quick on this one. Uh, our most likely to disappoint in 2021 uh, in, in this world is the continuation of flex dining. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to be too snarky because, you know, I'm pretty sure that the meals you'll be eating in 2021 are the same ones you got in 2020. I mean, literally they were made in 2020. So, does, so it's, you're, you're, it's, it's going to be a bad year regardless. <laughs> in the <freezer> <laughs> Um, do, do they, oh do they freeze God. that long? I mean, it's, 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 it's fine. Know. It's, it's fine. We'll figure it out. If, if you get a 2020 stamped uh, entree on, on your, on your meal back next April, then you know, we warned you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, as far as I'm concerned, once it's time to get back on the long distance trains, I will probably be bringing a lot of food myself. Um, I hope at the very least, we could see like maybe some menu changes mid 2021. It's something that I definitely want to push for. Um, but yeah, I mean, most likely to disappoint. And I feel for the crews. I mean, we're looking at three times weekly service. They're serving this freezer meal BS. And it's like, uh, it's a rough, rough game out there on is. the Amtrak right now. It has a very Hunger Games vibe uh, for those who survived the furlough. So, you know, make sure that you support the staff, uh, complain to Congress. And remember, it's it's not their fault that they're stuck serving you these flexible meals. Um, some of them are all right. Kind of, you know, check out your, your Facebook groups, check out your, your Yahoo groups and see what people on your routes are recommending because some entrees are hit or miss. Every crew makes them a little bit different. Never hurts to bring your own hot sauce. Yeah, and actually, so for our next award, um, speaking of the cruise, uh, Maddie hit him with, uh, the biggest hero award. The biggest hero far and away are the employees. Mm, yes. What would we do without y'all? Um, I mean, Amtrak conductors, LSAs, attendants, ticketing staff, everyone that's had to handle cancellations over the phone, over the internet. I mean, you know, dealing with the furloughs, I would say that the, you know, the hourly employees, the bread and butter, of the Amtrak network have really, really stepped it up and done everything possible to make this safe, make it easy. Um, definitely, definitely the heroes of 2020 for me. I couldn't only say thank you so many times, but the thought of, you know, getting up, running a service, knowing that you have to keep everybody safe, you have to keep keep going um i think it's really inspiring and i would love to hear more stories uh from employees who have weathered through the storm this year absolutely and, and, and it's not just so we, we gave the award to amtrak employees that that's the close near and dear nearest to our hearts but that goes to all public transit employees i mean we have we absolutely. have we we have personal friends of ours and members and who are bus drivers who are attendants who are who like who work at light subways. rail drivers heavy rail yeah. conductors so to all to all of you and you guys all know who you are um Thank you. Love you. We we love you. You are, in fact, it's probably the, the biggest award of that we can give. I think for us, our our, our budding first annual uh, first annual actually isn't a thing. Um, our award ceremony here, I, I do believe, biggest hero actually would be our, our biggest award, uh, and uh, and it's for, for you guys. And it you guys are the reigning champs. You know, pound for pound, you guys get the title belt. Um, heavyweight champ, Hulk Hogan style, Ric Flair. You guys, <laughs> you guys got it. Well, and. Uh... 
and the sake of providing a dramatic dichotomy, every hero is met with a villain. So, Joe, do you want to give us the biggest jackass of 2020? Um, so, actually, there's an honorable mention here because I, I want to say Richard Anderson just because that's sort of like an early 2020, but like more like 2019 award. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It's Trump. Uh, I, I'm, I, I don't care for the politics. I don't care for like for the red and blue. We're, we're all the same. But ding dong, the witch is dead. Um, he's gone. The, the, the man, the man who was so toxic to Amtrak, he literally had Republicans reaching across the aisle and in mass, making sure we protected and funded and kept mm -hmm. Amtrak going every time he tried to zero out the Amtrak budget for multiple yeah. times. Every, for so like, you know what? Fine. We, we try to, we try to be polite. We try to be, you know, you know, unpolitical uh, for our stretch here at the, at the podcast, but you know what? The dude's gone. The dude did damage. Um, and I'm so tired of Chow's infrastructure weeks. Um, I know we got the news today that Buttigieg is going to be the next big guy, which is fine. It's rural America. It's Amtrak town. Uh, that's, yeah. that's fine. Well, we'll see how it goes, but no more infrastructure weeks, no more Trump budgets. I'm done. This is great. I've uh, jackass of the year for, for us have at it <laughs> oh i mean if i could polish a golden turd and drop it off at the doorstep of trump tower i gladly would at least it match the motif inside um when we <laughs> look at just the sheer amount of damage done to bipartisan coalition building in such a swift amount of time no one takes the cake quite like their dear leader mm -hmm. um i could go on but that's a whole nother podcast um yes <laughs> straight up bad Bad budgeting, bad policy, bad communications. Um, you all have watched the whole thing unfurl. And it's put a lot more work on everyone's plate and not just us as advocates, but I mean, in all different fields, all different kinds of ballot issues, people are going to struggle to regroup, to rebuild those coalitions, to mm -hmm. re-solidify what we had intact for so long. Um, so... I'm going to not cuss on this podcast, but bon voyage. The uh, speaking of cussing uh, friends of ours will appreciate um, the biggest jackass award actually originally had a different name uh, with a more Chicago uh, kind of like uh, slang to it. So mm. if you guys know me, it's my favorite word. You guys got it. I figured it might, it might ding us, but just know that. I'll let you know. And it's FCC approved. I've already submitted a petition. But uh, yeah, so this award has a different name, so. Yeah, so um, I'm going to not use the Samuel L. Jackson vernacular and just wish him a very long, healthy, successful life to come. <laughs> so now that we've gone and gotten all rainy prayed, um, let's switch over. Let's talk about what we're most hopeful for. Um, and I think it's pretty obvious we're most hopeful for the return of daily service. Yes, absolutely. 100%. That, 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 is, that is our most hopeful for 2021 award is hands down. Yeah, because I mean, as we you know said in our um, Emerging Markets uh, webinar with Ray Lang, is that using these long distance networks helps to grow your regionals, your state supported, your commuters. You need a way to get from point A to point B, major city to major city with the ability to stop at the little cities between. Um, without having those services intact, it is detrimental to the infrastructure and it's detrimental to the customer model. So 
as we see um, Gardner move into his role and he and Billy Flynn kind of split up, you know, the mommy daddy situation here. Um, one of the things that we've been doing in our messaging that we've been broadcasting is hold their feet to the fire. They chose these jobs. They accepted these roles. They're going to be held accountable. The return of daily service is essential to the continuation of our national passenger rail network. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, people go back and forth on like, well, Gardner said this, well, Flynn said that. Point is, Congress holds the purse strings. We all need to push them to do what they promised to do, do it in a timely fashion. And if they're going to go on Railway Age, they're going to go on these podcasts, right, you know, op-eds, cool. Let's take everything they said, quote them verbatim in testimony, and make them do their job. Yeah. What was, uh, was it Lindsey Graham? So it's hopeful, but forceful. Uh, what was it Lindsey Graham's whole thing is, you know, use my words against me. Uh, if, if, if I be, and, and clearly we all had to, I forgot what the context was. It might've been yeah. the, the Supreme Court or something like that, but like, yeah, no, use my, use our, use their words against them. Like you, yeah. you want, you want to write an op-ed about something that's awesome. Stick to it. Oh yeah. I mean, don't think that we don't have receipts. Don't think we don't have mm-hmm. screenshots and don't think that we don't have a game plan. Yeah. And so actually, so actually, that leads to our final award of, of, of the uh, this uh, FIDC uh, award ceremony. Um, what are we least hopeful for in 2021? And I think you mentioned it in the most hopeful. Uh, I think we are least hopeful, because uh, we know it's not going to happen, uh, is a functional Congress. Yeah. Um, so Amtrak Joe is going to come in. It's going to be great. He, lo- he loves the network. Um, he's talking the you know, next revolution. But as we talked about before, you can only do so much without Congress. So yeah. if we don't have a functional Congress, which I don't think we're going to, we're going to be at a stalemate. Yeah. Uh, I, I know they want to reach across the aisle and work with work with each other the whole nine hours and get and get out of the Trump era and get back to working together. You know the the days of Tip O'Neill and, Rod, and Ronald Reagan and all this stuff. The the, oh. the, the 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 glory days of the smoky smoke and dagger cloak rooms and all that stuff. But mm. you know what? I don't. Better. I don't have faith that we're actually going to have yeah. a functional Congress. I, th- I think at Joe is going to be great. President Biden's going to be yeah. great. But you know what? We need to continue to call. We need to continue yeah. working. And the only way we turn a least hopeful into a most hopeful for next year is if we do the work. And we're yes. going to get every single one of us, from Maddie to me to, to our, our our crew and staff, uh, rail passengers to our to our advocates to like everyone across the board that listens Our and talks. Coalition. And, yes, we need to work. We need to take yeah. the least hopeful and make it the most hopeful. Yeah. So for me personally, I will be putting um, work Britney Spears Club Remix 7-inch on repeat for the next year as I pound iced yes. coffee and storm office to office. Um, oh, a functional Congress. And isn't it wild that like the things that you're hearkening to as like an improvement from where we're at now are still not enough to like match oh. where we should be. Oh, absolutely. And our trajectory is so off and we have such a division in this country. And I think the more that we just work on restoring our bipartisan coalitions and straight up reminding people that like public transportation is for everyone. Yeah. Okay. Like the passenger trains are for everyone, not just Americans, but everyone here, not just Republicans, not just Democrats, not just the Marxists, the anarchists. It's for all of us. Right. So we need to make sure that these people are doing their jobs. And even if you didn't vote for him, because I hear that a lot, like, oh, I don't want to work with his office. I didn't vote for him. Well, it doesn't matter. That's your guy. Make your guy do his job. Yeah. And um, basically, I'm just going to be like 2021, shut up and work. 
Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and how we closed off the episode uh, two episodes ago with, um, with Jay and Alec was all aboard. And all I board. think that, that's, that's a major part. The A-L-L, it's all aboard. Yep. No matter who you yep. are, the train, the train stuck don't, with each other. Train don't care. Train don't care. We're going in the end, figure it out. Yeah. All right. So that, so I think uh, that was our 2020, that was our FYDC awards. Um, pl- you know, tell us, like, woo, yeah, yeah. The crowd goes wild. Or disagree with us violently in the comment section. Yes. The, the crowd goes mild. Um, yeah. But we are, so we are going to po- be posting this a lot. Uh, we're going to be talking about this. Um, please, um, you're out there listening. We know that there's dozens of you. Um, please find us on social media, comment, like, quote, like, tell, tell us, you know, what we, you know, actually, we're going to, we're going to post the categories on Facebook. Yeah. Why don't you guys go and actually find that post and actually why don't you fill in what you think um your awards uh for 2020 Definitely. and 2021 are going to be. Let's get interactive on this. Well, we, we we've been kind of lacking on the social media. Let, let's let's get rare results uh going. We'll, we're, we're, we want to talk to you guys. Um yeah. so that was our awards. That was our episode. How are you feeling, Maddie? I'm feeling pretty good. I would also love if the people want to reach out. Let us know what your favorite episode for 2020 was. I know we took a little uh, hiatus. Uh, it was pretty COVID-y out. We just really didn't have much source material to provide. I really didn't feel like reiterating the same crap in my closet again. Um, so, you know, stay tuned. We'll bust out a couple more in season two, and then eventually we'll start plotting season three. Hopefully we'll get uh, vaccinated back into the wild, and you'll see our most feral selves on board once again. Actually, yeah, speaking of uh, favorite episodes, uh, one of mine was actually the um, the mailbag episode where we took a bunch of questions oh, from, from so folks. Um, stay tuned. Um, I'm actually going to drop the news right here, right now. Our next episode uh, in January, we want to do uh, what are you looking forward to in 2021 um, mailbag episode. Um, so that's going to be our first episode of the year. We are going to bring yes. it over to you guys. So we're, take take the holiday, t- take take the new year. We're going we're going to keep pushing people out there. Let us know um, what yeah. you want to hear about in 2021, what questions you have about the year. Talk about the award ceremony. Talk about like whatever you want. We're going to open the year with, we're going to open up the mailbag uh, and, and then let you guys take control of, uh, of our, uh, our show. So. So after that fourth eggnog, when you're feeling a little bit spicy, uh, shoot us an email at realresults at gmail.com at us real results on pretty much every platform. If you want to hop on our website, realresults.org, there's a contact form there if you feel a little more incognito. Um, But give us your rants, your raves, your faves, and we will see you in the new year. Also, through Anchor, uh, we we still haven't used this function. You can record a voicemail to be heard on the actual air. We can use your voicemail recording and actually have you on the air with us, and we can answer your questions. So please go to anchor.fm slash rare results, find our Anchor page, you you know, and then we we will post that, um, and then you can actually leave us a voicemail uh, to to, to be on with us, so. All right. So well, uh, with that, Joe, how are you feeling? <laughs> I, I, I'm feeling great. Uh, with that said, you know, find yeah. us on social media and um, everybody, um, please uh, stay safe out there. Uh, try, do not travel for, for the holidays. Um, we know we love you. You love your family. You love your love, you know, love the ones you love your friends. Um, st- stay home, stay safe. Uh, video. I know we're all sick of it, but zoom Christmas carols, the whole nine yards. Um, we want to see every single one of you back on the rails in 2021. Yes. Um, so every, everyone stay safe. I know this, this year has been tough on all of us. Uh, we are here to make at least a half hour of your week or your month uh, a little bit more bearable. Um, so uh, for Maddie Butler, I am Joyello. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. Uh, and we will see you uh, in the new year.